0: Mark Messier. And you're listening to Blue Shirt on the Ground show, the number 1 Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in, find out all the latest news. Let's go Rangers. <laughs> Gathering. This is an unlawful gathering.
1: The truth is out there. The truth is out there.
2: This is the underground. This is new media. This is the underground. This is new media. Ranger fans, remember what's
1: the critical thinking hanger? Ranger fans, remember what's the critical thinking hanger? Now here is the starting lineup for the New York Rangers. And now here is the starting lineup for the New York Rangers. This is New York Rangers hockey. 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 This is New York Rangers hockey.
3: This is New York Rangers hockey. Good evening everybody. Welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground show. Today is Wednesday. It is February the twenty-first. My name is Jim, and as always, I am joined by the one and only Eddie Gage. Eddie, heave ho, eight in a row, baby! Absolutely stunning
4: wins, eight games in a row. Like you said, it's it, it, it's been it's been a beatitude from God. <laughs> the Rangers have won eight in a row after all. I wouldn't say all. There were some of our friends out there. Oh, I miss Gerard Goulart. Dad, they're going to get out of this. <laughs> Lavi doesn't know what he's doing. See, I don't. you I Gerard Goulart.
3: <laughs> hey, fuck Gigi. Look at Lavi. We, they missed the tactician. Yeah. <laughs> the, the evil genius. And let me tell you something, the Jim. The strategist, yeah. the stratagem. Did you see the emotion
4: of that coach at the, the stadium series? You think you want to see that out of Gigi? I mean, with the goal call, the tomahawk chop there. Oh, we're going to watch he, it all. The priest, the, the pregame, the postgame, that's emotion. That's love for your organization. Gigi was just there to collect a paycheck. Make some fucking jokes at his press conference and go home. Take his sniffles and go home. I'm proud.
3: I'm proud. Oh, is all you should be of our Rangers right now, Eddie? Do you do you know uh, this hadn't really occurred to me until I read it this morning or yesterday morning that the Rangers have been in first place since October 24th. That's before Halloween. Wow.
4: Well, you know what? This guy stinks. This guy stinks. We need a third line set. Oh, person. we do. <laughs> we need everything. This defense is terrible. This defense is horrible. Our goalie stinks. Jonathan Quick. Uh, why'd we get him? Back all the bitching, the kvetching. We got the third most points per game. Per game. The only teams that are beating us are Florida and Vancouver right now, who's now in a little bit of a free fall. So all the complaining and all the nonsense in the bit, just stop. I want cruise control, nothing but positivity. Unless we go into a losing streak, that would be right back to where we're going to be. Right. Be happy. Right now, you should be about as elated as you could get for regular season right now.
3: Oh, yeah. What was your point? What'd you say? (laughs) I I said that the Rangers have been in first place since Can you believe
4: that? That's
3: amazing.
4: I wonder when the last time that was.
3: I don't know. It's gotta be 90s. Probably. We got we got a lot, a lot to cover tonight. I don't. I don't even know where to begin. We've got so much video to talk about. We've got Twitter fights to talk about. Who's right? What's that? Oh, there's
4: uh, uh oh, I think I heard something about this. I think, I don't know. I don't know.
3: Somebody we all know and mostly love got into a little bit of a Twitter spat on Sunday. Great. <laughs> I can't wait to hear about that. You
4: know, <laughs> I hear that Twitter, a lot of good things go down on that Twitter. Nothing good goes down.
3: <laughs> Twitter. You, know. And you know what's great, but but I have learned I have completely altered my 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 stance on Twitter. I used to be one of these people who was on Twitter constantly, and I'd be tweeting constantly. I felt like I had to do it to keep up the name of the show, the name of Blue shirt banter. I felt like every game I needed to be involved in Twitter. And now I get on Twitter. I make a couple of I make a couple of brash sarcastic comments. And I get the hell out. right? And that's exactly what I did on Sunday. I had some good comments. And then somebody came back at me. We'll talk about it shortly. And uh, <laughs> Sean McCaff. <can> we talk... <laughs> We're not going to talk about that on the show. That's an offline discussion. We can talk about that Saturday. Uh, okay. At the viewing party. I don't know if you know what Sean's referring to.
4: Oh, I have no idea. Okay. Was there an air crash or something? No. Well, no. Are the doors hmm. flying off? I know one of the airlines that's happening to. I don't know. I don't want to get to the news right now. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I got to talk about the Rangers. Like you said, we got a lot to cover.
3: We do. We got a lot to cover. I don't even know where you want to begin. You want to start <laughs> the Rangers? <laughs> Rangers I, just got the, I just got
4: the Sean McCaffrey <laughs> reference. That's fucking hysterical. Uh,
3: we, we could start, you know, the Rangers had a had a big game in Montreal the other night. An eruption in the, second, in the second period. Chris Crider with a hat trick. Capo Caco's red hot. Red hot. Red, red. hot. Red hot. Got a six-game yeah, six game point streak. He's, he's got, looking good for that trade window. He's not going anywhere. He's not. He's, gone. he's not going anywhere. I already got it. You might as well order the jersey. He's gone. I would never order that jersey. Out with the McDougal, in with the caco. No, nope, sorry.
4: <laughs> oh, man, I get
3: that. So much to talk about. A big win last night. I mean, you know, Rangers had every right last night to to lay down, oh to be I mean, flat, I mean, to be boring. I mean, you could. I mean, honestly, if they'd have lost five one last night, I'd have been like, that was bound to happen.
4: See, but you went in. See, I you went in knowing that if they lost, you it, you'd be understandable. You know, you like right. you'd understand why they lost. I guarantee, and this is I'm talking to the cream of the crop in this chat room. All he is, we're probably like the Rangers are going to
3: lose. It's an emotional letdown. No, I I, I, I I would I would never utter the phrase the Rangers are going to lose. I, I know never- everyone. Chesky and his
4: 858 safe percentage is going to come in there and stake the place up.
3: But guess he was, what? He was sports line last night. 976. Awesome. 1313. One, Dude, let me tell you,
4: that was spectacular goaltending last night. Maybe that woke him up. That stadium game woke him up. His emotions. Emotions in motion.
3: Oh, he was great. Forty one <laughs> saves last night, each one better than the last. Fantasmo. Just we've got, unbelievable. I show. mean, we've got we've got Matt Rempe to talk about. We've got Adam Edstrom to talk about. We've wow. got fights. We've got. I, I yeah. don't even know where to begin. Uh, you want to talk about the Montreal game? A
4: game uh where I was I was treated by that announcing uh, heckle and Jekyll. Of, uh, the woes and how good everybody on the Montreal is. Uh, how Cole Caulfield is a, he's got one of the best shots in the league. And oh Marty St. Louis is uh has uh, uh, really done a good job
2: here. They're
3: young and uh, blah 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 <laughs> He's, was like, he's yeah. teaching Cole Cole Caulfield how to succeed in the NHL without size, Sam. Yeah, come on. He better oh. sc-
4: He better score if he's that small. I got news for you. And he hasn't done that much of it. Oh, injuries, Joe. So anyway, and but yeah, refresh me a little bit in that game. That was a, uh, a Jonathan Quick
3: start, right? Jonathan Quick? Probably not. I mean, he wasn't at his best. He was best. okay in that game. He was okay. But that's all you got to be. You're, you're really the backup goalie. When you score seven goals, you only got to be okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Right? Uh, another game, they fell behind. In the in the first period, uh, yeah, that, that was getting worrisome. But then the so second period, what got halfway, th- th- and and they they were in a they were in a funk up until about halfway through the second period of that game. In a would funk, you say uh, that also was? Well,
4: would you say in the Islander, uh, even though they got the first goal in the Islander game, they stuck to join up for half the game.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, they got outplayed. We'll we'll talk. Well. All right, I'm just
4: saying, that the, is this going to be a trend? I mean, you know, Dallas, it, it didn't really happen,
3: but still. I'm, I'm painting the Islander game oh, right there. Yeah, you, paint, you, paint, you paint, okay, paint the picture. <laughs> so the Montreal game, I mean, halfway through this game, they were they were in a Terry Funk. It was bad. bad. And then Kreider scores uh, nine minutes in, games tied, minute later, you get Will Cooley with his 10th of the year. What a, 10 goals, 8 assists, this guy. What a revelation. The biggest revelation since Carl Erskine. <laughs> Carl Erskine. Of the Brooklyn Dodgers or Joel Erskine of the Washington Capitals? <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> Both of them. Mika yeah. Zabinijad. The oh, Joe. The cat. With a shorty. Well, you know, it wasn't coming
4: even strength. <laughs> but he did
3: get a shorthand to go. And in a span of three minutes, well, actually, let's go to four minutes, when Kreider scores again, his 26th of the year on the power play, and a 1-0 funk is all of a sudden a 4-1 romp.
4: Yeah, you could see. And then some
3: bump for the Canadian score, and it was 4-2, to two, but nobody cared at that point. This game was over. You knew it. I knew it. Bob Dole knew it. The American people knew it exactly the, the canadians are uh, just a team that they're, they they're very
4: they're fragile they're fragile they
3: stink <laughs> Hello, would you say they, they stink. are lipstick on a pig get out come on they just I don't care what i don't care what those two buffoons say they stink they are not good well and the, the, the great ricardo montalban and that's and what i was gonna, the, gonna
4: say it comes from it, the goalie it, out ricardo right. Montalban
3: is not a good goalie and then,
4: then we, we got, got this a young guys, though,
3: We like. got this. We got this pretty chicken cutlet that's come together in the second period. the Vinny Trocheck adds a little, little mozzarella cheese in the beginning of the third. It's five oh, two. Yeah. That midget Cole Caulfield makes it five three. <laughs> no one cares. Game's over by then. It's all over, but the hat tossing for Christopher Kreider, another hat trick.
2: That's I still right.
3: say, I still say, you throw your forty dollar hat away, you're crazy, but. That's
2: I think, think as I've gotten
4: older, i realized that that is just a stupid
2: you Hats are to they... spend your expensive you.
4: now. Hats I mean, are expensive.
3: Hats are expensive. You know, you don't get $5 hats outside. I was Stadium a 13-year-old
4: kid, I, you know, I would throw my, uh, you know, my hat out, but not my ranger hat.
3: Though. And he'd throw
4: his kid on the ice before he'd throw his hat. Yeah, yeah, that's true. If I had a kid, I'd throw
3: him out of the ice. No, I'd throw <laughs> somebody else's kid out of the ice. <laughs> So Kreider makes it six three, Capo Caco with the with the clincher. He puts them away with the <laughs> this sixth goal of the year. Makes it seven three, and then that and then that little midget Caulfield scores another one. Nobody cares. Game over seven four. Rangers in a romp to set up Sunday's tilt at Mile High Stadium. Oh God, twice. Three times. Three. Twice last night and once oh, he did in the Montreal it game. Oh, he he did do it twice. I only caught him once last night. He said in the he did it My twice. High, last I mean night. in the Montreal game, he did it, corrected himself. Last night he did it twice, once in the beginning of the game, and then once as the game went along. And I think the second time he, he corrected himself. But that's three know. times in two games. He called MetLife Mile High Stadium. He probably hasn't been to Mile High Stadium in 20 years. Why is that on his brain? I mean... Well, maybe because in his
4: brain it is 20 years ago. Yeah, it is. Maybe. I think you answered your own question.
3: He's he's doing Broncos Bears on a Sunday night for Fox 20 years ago, and he's still there. Now, how long has MetLife Stadium been there? Uh, First season was... um, 2011 wasn't it the year the giants won the super bowl wasn't that the first year of met life people hate that place by the way everyone hate hates it. it everybody hates it i only been i've only been there once for giants fan fest and i hated it but i hated the whole idea of it i hate the way it looks and the minute i was inside i was like this is not this is not home this does not feel like home it sucks I heard a great quote from somebody a couple weeks ago said it looks like a giant air conditioner and that's exactly what it looks like. It looks like <laughs> an air conditioner. It's wow, a horrible stadium. We found, stadium. The, we found it, something the we best atmosphere. Really except the year the Giants won the Super Bowl, the best atmosphere in that stadium was Sunday. Maybe with the exception of a Bruce concert. I mean, the place was pretty loud on Sunday.
2: Oh, and that 70, was
3: charged. 79,000 fans. Probably 50 of them, 50,000, maybe 55,000 Ranger fans.
4: I I smell it. It sounded like 80,000. Well, at the end, it sure did. But uh, before we get into the game, because after the game, you know, I listened to that terrestrial radio shit, you know, the fucking FANs, the ESPNs, and they were a little impressed that a hockey game drew 79,000 people. Because they don't – they have no taste, so they follow the basketball shit and this other shit, whatever. They're they're obsessed with baseball. They're talking about baseball and training camp and all that. So they were, all 79,000 people. But, you know – Hockey's not an American sport. That's why we don't talk about it here. You know, it's not a, it's, it's still number four. And I'm, number, you know, I wanted four. to call in and be like, number, four. number four. I wanted to call in and be like, thank <laughs> God you assholes don't cover it because we covered on the Bush Underground and we got the best people, the most <coughs> high-hard fans ever. And you don't realize how popular this sport is. And I'm going to lay this on the table, Jim. If you put the Knicks versus the Nets, you think you're getting 79,000 people?
3: No. No No. way. Nobody cares about the Nets.
4: Nobody cares about the Knicks. They probably would rest their, their best guys like they do in that stupid league.
3: Nobody cares about the Nets. Evan Roberts,
4: he's a fucking Islander fan. Fuck the, that. The Nets, over. the Nets
3: haven't been relevant since Jason Kidd was on that team, and they made the finals a couple of times. To me,
4: it was when they had fucking uh, Doctor J. <laughs> it was it was in the the ABA, ABA
3: days. Yeah, FAN sucks. So uh, it, it it was funny. It, Sunday morning, I, I ran out to the I ran out to a couple of stores. I had to run some errands. I wore my, I wore my, uh, I wore my Rangers jersey. I just threw my jacket on, and I'm outside walking around parking lots at the supermarket, and the wind is just howling. I mean, like 30 miles an hour, and it's just, you know, one of those winds just goes right through your coat, right up, you know, right up your back. I'm like, you got to be. Free. I said, there's 70,000 people gonna go sit in this today. I said, God bless every goddamn one of them. I'm gonna hang. out. God okay. bless you, people, that you showed up. I love you. I appreciate you. I applaud you. I will not sit among you, but I applaud you. Hey, listen. You
4: know, I, uh, you know my story with outdoor games. Yes. So I was not going, although, you know, after it was all said and done, there was a party that I wish it would have been there for the experience. Just the camaraderie. Not all the bullshit, the six hours coming home, Stuck really? on a fucking George Washington Bridge for five days. All that right. shit. Oh, it's fucking crazy! But I'm... so anyway, so walk me through your process, as they say up north,
3: of of that game.
4: Have you're entering? Yeah, are you watching the pregame? Because there was like an hour of pregame before that. I felt that was completely useless.
3: I had the I had the pregame on, but muted because, of course. The NHL schedules the game at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, but what do you know? The sun was out. And what happens when you put sun on white ice while you get glare? Right. So, so now Larry Brooks tweeted at about, uh, I think around 2 o'clock, he tweeted that it didn't look like the game was going to start at 3 because of the wind and because of the glare. 3.45 was more likely, if not later. I that was I'm paraphrasing, but that's pretty much what he said. Then there were tweets from other people. That the game wasn't going to start until at least four. Could be later. The NHL was making no announcements. According to the NHL app, the game started at three. According to ABC, the game started at three. According to the Rangers app, the game started at three o'clock. So that was when I had to get on Twitter. According to Twitter, I said, according to reports, the game will either start at three o'clock, 3.47, four o'clock later, or 8 p.m. <laughs> Eastern Sunday. I don't, I don't understand how you know. It's like I, I feel like there's a room on uh, in the Ninth Avenue NHL headquarters where there is just this brilliant person, and it's not the commissioner. There is this brilliant person who comes up with these ideas, and then there is a complete shit show of a committee that goes out of their way to take this brilliant idea and do it as badly as they can. Yes. Because they just ruin everything they touch. But you know what, though, they you're welcome, Ryan. From the regular media, will say what a great <laughs>
4: job the NHL does. But if you are following an NHL, uh, you're saying this is this is terribly run. I mean, like you know, see, I did not know that that game was delayed. I turned on the game, and I guess I must have had it muted, like you, and I just saw a clock counting it down, and right. that. But that was because of the glare, right?
3: When I tuned it at three, right? I, I believe that if the the Larry Brooks said it could be between because of the wind. Because like I said, it was it was really windy. They even considered for the third period having them switch ends at the ten minute mark, but they figured it was it would be okay, and it all worked out in the end. But yeah, you know, again, nothing from the NHL. Just. Because they want you to turn your TV on and watch all the watch the pregame and see all those fucking ads, all those commercials that people paid for for the 3 to 4 o'clock hour. They know goddamn well you're not going to watch if you think the game is starting at 4 o'clock.
2: Right,
4: right. Mike in Houston, you see that? I I did not did not know that. 1.57. Is, is. I would assume it's a lot. What,
3: is Dr. What, Phil who?
4: getting bigger ratings on Saturday? I don't afternoon? know how many people
3: watch the average Ranger game. On MSG. I don't know. 1.57 million doesn't sound like a lot of people to me. It sounds like a lot to me. That sounds like the tri-state area. I, I well, don't know. Maybe well, I'm maybe wrong. that's not a lot
4: for a network. Saturday afternoon, though. That, Sunday you know,
3: afternoon. Sunday afternoon.
4: Sunday afternoon. I'm sorry.
3: With no football. post stadium series since 2019. I mean that's I mean that's good. A million five just doesn't sound like a lot of people to me. Well, it's that. I mean, it, I don't know. I don't know. The,
4: what did worldwide sports do? Uh, <laughs> what did Jim McKay do over?
3: <laughs> what
4: sports? I don't know. They want Channel Seven. Were they competing against them? Ah, Paul Kuduzi says that's good for hockey. All right, so what do you think well, – so the coverage, I saw – again, I don't know these people's names, that Emily Kaplan, she was all over the place, right?
3: Uh, yeah, Emily Kaplan. And you know, she's, she's got, got a
2: really.
4: – I'm sorry. Uh,
3: she was working the, 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 the sideline stuff, for lack of a better term, when you have an outdoor hockey game. You know, she was working – uh, 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 look, I'm just you know, the presentation itself. I mean, the game is coming down to the wire, and they're talking to Damian Woody, and this is nothing against this. Is not an what anti. Do you mean? Jet. I like
4: Damian Woody. This
3: is not an anti-jet thing, but you know what? At that point in the game, maybe we just let the hockey experts talk and we don't we don't we don't pander to Damian Woody. You want to talk to Damian Woody? Talk to him during the first period. I understand he's a big Islander fan. But we're not listening to, we're not talking to Justin Tuck. At, you know, oh, you wouldn't have minded
4: that, though.
3: In the third period, we're down by two goals, uh, shit in my pants, pissed off, getting ready to throw something across the room because we're losing this goddamn team in Harvard sweaters from 1942. I don't want to hear from anybody. Okay. I don't want to just broadcast the game.
4: But well, it's it was ESPN, pretty bad. The sad. worldwide
3: leader in sucking.
4: <laughs> well, it was kind of sad that Damian Woody was like the only kind of like semi sports celebrity that could get to like interject. I like I liked his comment on the fight though when Rempy went and he said, you know, I, I wish I was a goon. He's like, boy, right?
3: Yeah, he did say that.
4: Yeah. All right. And so they had, the,
3: okay. and they, they had the Jets and the Giants on on the on the field or on the ice to. Uh, to in, or wherever they were, to introduce the players, which was cool. And if you're a Giants fan, it might be the last time you see Saquon Barkley in his Giants jersey. They had Sterling, Shepard there, and he just retired. And then a couple of guys from the Jets who I, I can't remember. Uh, uh, can. Who was it? Browning Nagel and uh, Roger Vick. Roger Vick. Great running back. <laughs> Ray Lucas was there, right? <laughs> Sugar Ray Lucas. That's to call him. <laughs> Nick Falk, he was there, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, he
4: was a good kicker. Now, there's not many good Jets. I mean, what, what could you bring? Uh, the best jet of the, uh, of the, it wasn't even his whole career, was Curtis Martin. Anyway, what am I talking about? Okay. So you're absorbing the... Are you hyped? Are you people at home? Are you hyped? Are you uh, like, because I started, as the closer the game got to, I started getting anxiety ridden because I felt
3: like, the Islanders are probably going to crush our dreams here, like because they stink. I was, I was very, I was very hyped for this game. Like I said, I put, I, I wore a Rangers jersey on Sunday. You know, I went out to the stores and my Rangers jersey. I don't usually wear a jersey unless I'm going to the game or going to a viewing party. I don't typically wear my jerseys just around the house. Sunday, I wore my jersey. I had my jersey on all day. I like that. It's a nice t-shirt you got there. I got it for Christmas. Very nice. I'm the Ranger Bandito. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, I was very hyped for this game, and then you know you got uh, you got the flyover, and you got the Jets and the Giants there introducing the players. Rangers come out, what a minute into the game. Eric Gustafson puts the Rangers up, and then you're we're on our way, baby.
2: Oh this boy, is it.
3: we're gonna. We're going to blow them back to Nassau Coliseum. We have come to play. Yep, well, and you yeah. Got, and then you got Matt Rempe. Rempenstein. The Remper. First shift on the ice. Matt Martin says you want to go? You're blind. on the sixth anniversary of his father's death when he was 15. Oh. All right, now let me talk about that. What kind of storyline is that?
4: Like, oh, that's his just background?
3: That it, I mean, he's making his debut on the anniversary six of his Six years?
4: Bar. It's not even like, I don't know. Six years and two days since his pop passed away. I don't know. I thought it was irrelevant. Irrelevant! All right. Well. Uh, it was good. It made for a good story. I guess that's what they wanted. I and mean, what else? They don't know hockey, half these people. So they might as well talk about the... The background of these players. Uh, And then all of a sudden, that one. Oh, yeah, here we go. All right. Now we got some video. Can you enlarge this? Oh, you're doing it already. Look at this man. This man is on top of his game. He reminds me of a Mika Zabinajad right now.
1: (laughs) Very good third line in recent games for New York. With Kapo Kako on the right. And the rookie will call it. It's in. And they're on for a goal.
3: Yeah, slow I'm thinking slow. that's it. Pull them off the ice. Game over. No sense anybody getting hurt in this one. That's all we'll need. <laughs> that's all we need. Now stop it from the point I'm right there.
4: I gotta tell you guys the uniforms. It's not just because they won.
3: I finally got it. I, they I come look around, like giant. I, came, I come they around look- on them. What? I came around on them. I'm telling you, I don't know. Once I saw them on the ice on the players, I'm like, you know what? They are pretty fucking sweet.
4: It reminds me of a New York Giant feel, and I finally got the
3: tie-in.
4: It, it took me a month, <laughs> and now I like them. Now, what, now we all like them. I don't understand what happened. Is it the win they won, or it's just they look on look good on the ice?
3: With five minutes left to go in a third period on Sunday, I'm thinking I hope they never fucking wear these again. The last thing they need is another jersey they don't play well in. That's true. But, I uh, really
4: love these jerseys.
3: Yeah, I once I saw them on the players. Gustafson. He's just a minute and 28 seconds in.
4: Fucking jack lanterns from you last know. night. We
0: had a goal. Seconds.
4: Oh, shut up. That was Nico Heesher.
0: Today it's
3: Eric Gustafson. That third line you talk about wins a puck battle in the corner, Sean. I love that the Rangers score a goal, and the first thing he's talking about is the Devils.
4: Yes.
0: This is Cockle with the draw. Wins the.
4: That's not a great goal. goal. Across the phone of the net and through through
0: the screen in
3: front it hits me right i'll hey hey Eric- look, at, look at this guy right here look at that handsome that? jacket on the bottom there i got one of oh, those. yes baby.
4: no somebody with a mustache uh, uh <laughs> right
3: hold on here he, he's hold on let me back it up it's dr b Sorokin. there he is right here down the bottom oh. with that starter jacket i might i might wear that to the viewing party oh, that guy's an
4: old timer and it's Eric- freaking down in the year. fan at the That's end of the bad. row <laughs> That fucking mongoloid here we go
1: While a fight before they even drop the puck First time on the ice Of the National Hockey League And he is squaring off with Matt Martin And he is a big man The Mary 21 Martin. year old is 6'7 241 pounds
0: And he's going against <laughs> the veteran One of the toughest guys in the league And Matt Martin Both of them know it's going to happen And they are trading them here
3: now, you want to, besides the fight, you want to see how you endear yourself to Ranger fans? Say, okay, this is how you do it. A... Look at this. Not Don't be Full blue love. Just remember, I was the first one in love with this kid last year at the rookie wow, game. Here we go now. <laughs> yeah, a lot of courage to fight so with
4: The other guy doesn't have it. What? I'll bring you down. He's fa- fighting with a face shield. Matt Martin isn't.
3: Oh. Wasting no What's time courage? making his presence. Here we go. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. I, I don't dare pick on my Rempe. Oh, Three I'm Rangers, sorry. I'm back off.
1: 17 Islanders. Five minutes each for fighting. We
3: well, mentioned he's the first player,
1: Ray, ever to debut in the NHL in an outdoor game. You wonder how many NHL. That's five
3: six years ago. He had to ice his knucks down in the, in the penalty box.
4: No, I I don't want to take away from that that moment.
3: You know, I'm, I'm I'm joking here. And and props to Matt Martin for for essentially giving him that moment. Right. Because Matt Martin said to him, "You want to go?" And Rempe said, "Fuck yeah, I want to go." Yeah. Twenty-one years old, balls of steel. I'm six foot six foot eight and two hundred and fifty pounds. Sure, I'll go.
4: Right. Um. Thank you, Chris. Well. He scouted him. <laughs> Didn't Joe make that that could only make that Rampenstein or who came up with it?
3: Yes. The one that we well, showed I will say in, in Hartford.
4: He is like the biggest Rempey fan of all time. Because oh. when he met
3: one Matt Rempy, he wept. He cried. <laughs> well, I was very touched by the fact that someone had shared that picture with him. I was extremely touched to know that somebody found that picture and it worked its way all the way to Matt Rempe who hadn't yet appeared in New York. So yes, I I was very, very touched by that. Right. We'll never see him in Hartford again.
4: Oh, you'll see him in Hartford.
3: (laughs) Maybe for an an alumni game. When he brings so the Stanley Wheeler. Cup to Hartford, he'll be there. Uh, did Blake Wheeler get
4: hurt in the Montreal game?
3: Yes, it was yeah. very early in the Montreal game. That was nasty. It was, and you heard him. You could hear him scream on TV, just like Sammy Blay the year before,
4: or whatever year right. that was, right. where you could see the pain and the oh my god, and and. You could see it. He was crying. He was in tears as they took him off in the stretcher. I mean, I think he might be in the alumni next year.
3: <laughs> he'll be he'll be vice president in charge of player player personnel next year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's right. They'll kick he'll be him working up working with players. Matt Hunwick. Yeah,
4: he'll get a job in the. But uh, well, that was a horrific, horrific injury. And you know, we we've had a lot of expensive Blake Wheeler uh, on this show, but and a lot of fans have been. But I Blake think, Wheeler. I don't think there's a Ranger fan. Again, why can't we know if he's out for his career almost? Why can't they just say he broke his fucking leg? You're right, Paul. Well, th- that we have to think, because they're saying it's a lower body injury. I hear snap, crackle, pop. Something pop to say he's screaming on the ice. <laughs> Joke. <coughs> Hockey injury is the worst, especially with bat. I know I'm going off on a tangent. Especially with betting involved, you should know what injuries the guys have. Just like they do doing football. All right, so, so let's get back. So, yeah, that was horrific. What did you think about that? <laughs>
3: that, that will never not be funny yes <laughs> oh boy anyway. oh boy so uh
4: yeah man i the rangers again down uh you know they're down again i mean you and, know the down a man they gotta play without i mean it was my true all but now they have Jimmy Veezy slotted up there on the first, link, first line right wing. All right, so let's go back to the stadium series. R.I.P., Blake Wheelow, thanks for your service, the whole bit.
3: Right. We'll, uh, we'll make good use of the $300,000 in cap space that we'll I know, everybody with. was ecstatic.
2: Oh, he's going to get
3: extra cap space. I'm like, that
4: guy's making
3: eight hundred dollars He's
2: making $10. <laughs>
4: Really? I mean, well, coupon. now we can get, who can we get with the next $300,000? Get Costa, Yeah, Costa, the first line right wing. (laughs) All right, so, you know, I mean, is he going to go down in the annals of great range acquisitions? No, I I don't think he was as bad as we made him out to be. I don't think he was as good as we thought he was going to be. Obviously, he wasn't, so.
3: Right. Okay, so now let's go back. Oh, well, look, and and again, you know, it's 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 not Blake Wheeler's fault that you know he was signed on the cheap and then got put into a role that he was not brought here for. You know, playing what? on the side with Mika and Chris Kreider—that was not the plan when they when they got this guy from the bargain bin at Camelot Music. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, he was a CD with a notch in the side.
4: Show McCaff makes a good point. You can't even get it season tickets for how much Blake Wheeler was making. Right.
3: So I exaggerate. <clears throat> so yeah, uh, Rangers four. up, Rangers up one nothing, and then it quickly all falls apart. Again, with the fast, rapid fire goals, Brock Nelson, Beauregard, Horvat. Well then, of Brock course-
4: Nelson, the man from Mad Men. You uh, still his that that fucking
3: this guy is the
4: only islander worth a shit on the team, and you could uh, – I don't care you you can talk talk about Barzell to the cows come home as Stan Fischler would say. It doesn't matter. The guy is not an impact player, but Brock Nelson, man from 1955 from Pleasantville, New York, <laughs> where Pleasantville was shot. You can zoom in on his face there. He looks like he's from another time. Uh, he's the only guy, and he's still a minus on this fucking team. And that Anders Lee, he stinks. The honest could die. Every one of them
3: could die. I could give a shit less. <laughs>
4: stupid ass
3: fans. So, yeah, again, with the, uh, with the, with the, uh, with the rapid fire goals. And now they're down three-one. Now, how you feeling? How are we all feeling now? Um, now honestly, I I wasn't feeling I, I wasn't feeling that bad. Me either. Like, all right, it's 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 three-one, but there we, we all know they're a terrible first period team. It's the Islanders, they stink. We'll get this figured out in the second period. I, I honestly believe that. Maybe I was trying to convince myself. But I did at that moment. I did believe it, and then they come out in the second period. Anders Lee scores a minute in, and now it's four three, a four one. Excuse me, and I'm like, "You got to be shitting me!" Now I'm now I'm now I'm uh, I'm I'm a mad, and now I'm starting to see this this all slipping away. Ah. They, 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 the camera is finding the 28 Islander fans in the crowd, and I got to hear that stupid yes, yes, yes. And this oh, stupid goal that. song and all the, and Ray Ferraro is fucking jubilant oh. talking about how great they are. They're going to make a cup run. He said.
4: Now he didn't actually say that. Oh yes, he did. I missed it.
3: Oh, I he was like, oh,
4: the other guy. Oh, was oh. here.
3: I should have woo him. <laughs> are you kidding me? He said that he said they could make a cup run. Yes.
4: The other guy was saying how they're battling to beat, get in the playoffs. This is a very important game. And on the other hand, the student not on the ice is saying they're going to make a cup run. They're not even in the fucking playoffs.
3: He said they could make a cup
4: run. That is a joke. Please. So, get off the uh, air. Get off the air. He should have been pulled. <laughs> I agree. He's high. <clears throat> so. I mean, what? A Spangler cup run? <laughs> French's mustard cup run. Oh, my God. What did the Rangers ever do to him? i well, oh, traded him. We're going to get around to that. All right. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, I'm it's all right. Over. It's all right. When you said that, I didn't um, hear I'm, that. Because <laughs> I had issues with the guy saying this is an important game for the Islanders. They need to get into the playoffs. So I'm like, they're not getting into the playoffs.
3: Even if they playoffs. Playoffs.
2: Well, playoffs.
3: So. Okay, so now they're down 4-1. to And a couple of minutes after Anders, Lee makes it makes it 4-1, then you get a goal from Trocek. All right, now it's 4-2. Power play goal, right? Our bread and butter. Little did we know. Nah. All right, now it's 4-2. Maybe we're starting to get back into this thing. Then Trocek again with like a minute and a half to go in the second period. Now it's 4-3. Now we got him. Now I know we got. Now I know I got. I know Eddie. <laughs> I'm I like, we thing. got them. We got them in the third period. This is this is our game, right? No problem. Well, then the come out at minute fifty three into the third period. <laughs> Romanov scores, and it's oh, five. Yeah,
4: that, that was a killer because that guy stinks offensively. Let me let me say something just for right here. I know they're five and zero in and and uh you know stadium series, open ice, you know open air arena, uh, games, whatever. I absolutely hate the rinks and the way everything slows down. Uh, so many stupid things happen that I can't really get a gauge on who is playing well, who, who's not. It's very hard for
3: me to judge when I'm watching the game. I feel like the ice, they just can't get the ice right. The 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 Everybody, I don't know, the skating just didn't seem right. A lot of, you know, there's always a lot of... I feel like there's a lot of luck involved. You throw a puck towards the net, it winds up in the net. Pucks bouncing off guys, you know, bad deflections. Just, it's, it's not... You know, the games are exciting, and the atmosphere is exciting, but it's not its not the best presentation of hockey. You know what I mean? It, it, it's just
4: not it, – it's hard for me. So that's – when it was 3-1, I said, you know, this is an outdoor game. couple bounces, we could come back.
3: When it was 4-2. Now, that fourth goal, was that when – Ryan, Ryan Leach reporting they had to Zamboni the ice two times in between each period. Wow. That uh is that the, the fourth goal, the Romanoff
4: goal. Is that the goal Lindgren got hurt on? He got taken out. Yes. That's uh, the
3: that was the Islanders' fifth goal. Oh, that was the fifth goal. Yes.
4: Okay. Well, he leads the Rangers. Ryan Lindgren now leads the NHL in lost blood uh in a season he's lost over 505 pints of blood this year they didn't, he got he got high stick there was a giant laceration they didn't show it but all right so I, okay
3: so uh, we're, we're at four two we're at four three now you are saying we got him we got him at 4 three I'm fully confident going into the third period. We are the leaders in comeback wins. We are the comeback kids, no problem. But why? I just, I just had faith. Look, faith is believing in something when common sense tells you not to. I had no real, I had no real basis on the way they were playing to think they were, they were just going to magically turn this on. But it happened. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. But I'm saying,
4: you know, I want I, to make this <coughs> a point. We sit here and me and you do what everybody does it we talk about this core we talk about how come the rangers when they lose we blame it on the core but time after time and this happened on the galant as well except for the, the devil's thing we don't talk about the comebacks this year Laviolette, so is the core good is the core bad what is it i don't know There is some intestinal fortitude within this team.
3: Yes, but and I've been saying this. I've been saying this since David Quinn, with this with this core group, that they always seem to need a swift kick in the ass. Whether it's a timeout, a fight, the captain throws his helmet, the goalie make. They always need a kick in the ass. They are like they are a problem child. No. What's a what's a fake made up quote? The
4: Chara, uh, Chara talking about Lindgren? Yeah.
3: Oh, all right. Well, okay. I think about
4: Charles Lindbergh. That's right.
3: right. That's that's what I thought. Um, <laughs> but they always seem to need a a, a swift kick in the in the ass. They're like a they're a problem child that doesn't listen until you scream at them.
4: Well, oh, he like the scream dog. at him as soon as they get, take the face off at Center Ice. I mean, they got that one goal, but they took off half the game after that. They're like forty shots, like
3: about a halfway mark, it seemed like, or the end of the second. I was like, I, I, I mean, they're, they're, they're literally. Jen will tell you, I, she's not here. She's at work, so she can't. She can't be here yet. She'll tell you, I tell, the, the dog all the time, Linus. Don't go out there, Linus. Don't go out there. Just nothing. He just he, the, the, pays no attention to me. Then I gotta scream at him. Linus, don't go in there, and then I get his attention. And then he backs off. That's the Rangers. The Rangers are Linus. <laughs> the Rangers are Linus. He- so uh, anyway. So now we're at five three, and and as Sam loves to say, "Uh oh." As Sam loves My to high say, stadium. <laughs> Joe, Pesci? time time is running short on the Rangers. Um okay go so ahead. now I thought I thought it would be fun since since we couldn't all be together for this, thought we could watch the last couple of minutes here and we could stop and you know we, we want to make commentary here on whatever they say, whatever. this is mm-hmm. just the last couple of minutes,
4: okay it's and five, it's just three. the
3: highlights. so it's only a two and a half minute video, okay. So we'll take a look here. So they're down five three on the power play. Four minutes. By the way, uh, we gotta we gotta stop here for a second before I even start this. Peter Laviolette pulling the goaltender on this power play, absolutely genius. Well,
4: it's genius. I first of all it's genius because yeah, or you just think it. it's genius because it worked. Well, it's genius because he did it against Patrick Waugh, who always pulls the goalie shit. That too. I'm trying to think of a good I not even <laughs> thought of that. That's a great point. Yeah. Over the guy that invented this, right? Right. Okay, but I like it. I try to think of a good nickname, like like Riverboat Ron has in football. Like, lucky. I couldn't come up with anything. Because this is a gamble. And if... Pistol Pete Laviolette? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you guys in the chat room come up with this, this, some kind of gambling, uh, you know, nickname. But this over guy... Pete. What? Poker Pete, Poker Pete. I don't. That's a good one. Poker Face Pete, maybe. I don't I got, know. Pie Gown Pete. <laughs> you guys go run with it, because I, I'm gonna forget my point here. That the thing is, as Ranger fans, how many times have we seen the goalie pulled, and it's just like you know, he gets the puck and scores. Now the Islanders have not
3: scored this season, right? And, and F- I think F- that, oh. I think that absolutely played into this strategy. Parley Pete, Parley Let Pete. Let it ride, lad. Mad. Let it ride, lab. Let it ride, labby. <laughs> I like that too. Peter hey, what's Bulls. up, Jamie? How you doing? Yeah. So, all right. So here, here we go. Rangers had the goaltender pulled. Down five to three. Four minutes and ten seconds to go, and they're on the power play.
1: For Zabana Jeff. Six on four, now they score! Ah. Threw it in from up high and deflected in out
0: in front. With 4.08 to go, it's a one-goal game. Along the blue line by Artemi Panarin is deflected there by
3: Kreider. What a play by Kreider. So now it's 5-4. How are you feeling at 5-4? Are you, you still are you well, thinking I that know you would find feel a way because- to do this? Because I read the game thread,
4: <laughs> uh, I don't know if you, I read you made your quote after an overtime, or as it was going to overtime. It's funny because I went back and read the game thread, and and for some, my feed is so ridiculous. Everything was out of time. Oh. Um, it's like it'll be like yeah, and it's like rages suck. Wake up, you know. It didn't make any sense. But anyway, I love reading. The, I'm telling you, you people, you got to join the Facebook. Group group just for the game
3: threads. They Our game threads are fantastic.
4: They are so much fun. I relive the game when I (laughs) and this guy's getting blamed for this and this and that. Anyway, it's fantastic, like Jim says. So how am I feeling? (laughs) Well, I said, well, it's going to take something for them to tie it. I mean, they're going to have to I, I couldn't believe it worked. They pull the goalie, uh, the whole bit. And I was thinking, like, come on. Although the Islanders are are, are totally flaccid in scoring empty net goals, I was still saying, well, we did it once. We got away with it. If it happens again, we're not getting away with it. I just could see the story. And the Islanders get their first empty
3: net goal of the season. (laughs) Well, that's what I said. I said, the Rangers are going to, are going to make this 5-4 just so they could lose 6-4 on the empty netter. I said that in the game thread. Right. I feel like it was a little set up because I was getting super excited. I was waiting for the other shoot a drop. But, thankfully, uh, what's well, his name? Uh, Field, uh Mayfield. Scott Mayfield. Now, Scott I, Mayfield. I said- who had to who had to who had to delete his social media because he was getting threats from Islander fans first of all I'm gonna say something
4: here and maybe this will bear it out your video I think that pow- that penalty was horseshit. if that happened to a Ranger we would be up in arms I don't think it was a really a trip I don't think it was legit I felt like now I don't want to go into Costaville here and think everything's <laughs> conspiracy <laughs> Coasterville.
2: And, you know,
4: yeah you know uh, you know flip your lidsville and, and and think that everything is predetermined and they they want the NHL wanted it. it's good for business you know that whole routine I don't know what your take on it. if you go objectively Jim and the rest of you guys at gals I mean is this is this ticky tack or is it deserved
3: I agree with wholeheartedly agree with the call on the ice <laughs> I think the NHL I think the NHL officials do a fine job oh, there. Highly highly underrated. Oh, come on. <laughs> All right, so now we go to it's there's a minute 44 left. Rangers again on the power play again with an empty net. Joe check in pass Joe to the face off.
1: Here's a band of Jad walking in the circle. Sending it back for a shot by Panarin.
3: In the corner, Lafreniere. Fox down low,
2: they score!
3: Now, at this point, I'm screaming so loud, there's no way they didn't hear me up the block. <laughs> Jen had to go to work. She had to be at work at 7 o'clock Sunday night. So she had to leave. I think she left when it was 5 she left when it was 5-4. She was literally backing out of our driveway and turning up the street. And I called her phone and I just start screaming that the <laughs> bit of dad tied it up. Yes. With a minute 44 to go. She's like, oh my God, you know, she's having, a, I'm having a heart attack. She's having a heart attack. I said, I'll call you back. And here we wow. go. Wow. Now chance. I noticed.
4: Coasterville's edit of this did not show the Scott Mayfield play. Is this the... Uh, uh, is this the... Is this some kind of... Uh, like the Zapruder film missing... Uh, <laughs> or the missing in Nixon's tape? The,
3: these, are, these are just the NHL highlights. Oh, okay. This is right from the NHL page. I will
4: tell you when I watch this back, I remember yelling at Panera <laughs> for not hitting the net the first time. <laughs> I, I remember screaming, you fucking idiot. You know, like, I, I, you know, when I'm in the tros of this stuff, I'm cursing everybody out, even right. though I love them like uh, family. With family. We treat right. you like family, like fucking Olive Garden. Right. Okay. So I'm sorry.
3: Go ahead. Look at that. Look at that place. Look at I the mean, throng.
0: Like... Fuck it. This past Sorokin. The Rangers get the loose puck again
2: behind the net lafreniere
3: and that one timer that i feel like hasn't worked in two months but it was there when they needed it most just what i needed to with the puck right
0: fine panarin and oh this shot goes just past the right oh, arm so see so, of elias can, can,
4: if they cut the ferraro between the benches going
0: damn <laughs> it just got pissed <laughs>
4: fucking ass
0: that pass was right on the teeth uh,
1: for these
4: two days
1: okay
0: thoroughly... here.
4: now i gotta say right now you're going into overtime i'm saying to myself all right i i'm not even thinking like oh we're gonna get a point out of this this is not this isn't about points this game at this juncture this is bragging rights because this game especially after and i want to find out what happened to scott mayfield's twitter account after this but
3: this is i think it was actually i think it was instagram instagram okay
4: this game is one of those we're always going to remember right this is a game we'll still remember 20 years from now exactly just kind of similar, almost similar to when Mike Rupp scored at the Sadie. But I think this had more impact because you had the Matt Rempe. You had the, uh, you know, uh, some, you know, and ended with a, that colossal blunder by Mayfield. Um, I mean, uh, uh, by, uh, by what you say, who was the defenseman, Pellick? Or who's the one who gave the puck up in the overtime?
3: Dobson, Noah
4: Dobson, Dobson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pat Dobson. Yeah. Okay. You have that. You have just so many things. We're gonna show. I think you got the clips of the pregame and the postgame in the locker room and all that stuff. I had the uh, pregame. Yes. Okay. Just all this stuff. The eighty-nine thousand people there. I, I I mentioned the Rempe fight fighting there toughest guy on their team, Matt Martin. Okay, he's a little long in the tooth. The emotion, him going up like this. So this game, to me, Jim, is it's all about hard. It's bragging rights. I live it around Island offense. I know that if I wear my Rangers shit, and I don't give a fuck, I'll throw down with anybody. (laughs) I mean, I'm an old guy. I could sue if I lose. That's the way I look at it. (laughs) So, anywho, the fans are so berserk. I mean, after that goal – Now, I would like to talk to somebody who went to the game because I want to know about the sight lines and all that shit. But, all right, go ahead. So, at this juncture, it's all about they got to win. They have to win. Find the way. Right, because –
3: now this begin right because this has gone from you know from a, a great comeback to now we're going to overtime. Now they have to win this game because then the story becomes we let them back into the game and we still beat them. Wow! So apparently Matthew um, Ryan Leach's son was fending off Islander fans. His I son like is it. quite the shit talker. He is. We saw a little bit of it in Hartford. But uh, yeah, his son is quite the is quite the shit talker. That's right. Margaret's right. I will
4: pull a Don Zimmer if I get into a fight. I'll just go down on the ground and roll around. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Matt. I don't see them out with their their Stanley Cup jackets. I'm like, how old is that jacket? Forty years old. All right. Okay. Anyway. So that's what I'm thinking. What are you thinking, everybody? Are you just glad to be here? Are you looking for a point? Are you looking for win? I mean, I gotta, th- I gotta say that I think you're thinking like I am. It's all about heart. We gotta win this,
3: right? And I, I and overtime's getting ready to start. I like our chances in overtime. I don't want it to get to a shootout because I don't want it to just come down to a one-on-one, a one-to-one situation because anything could happen. I want this over in overtime.
2: Okay. Little did
3: I, little did I know that this, that this was going to take not even a shift. Save you, you're with the, the entertaining, game. lively game
2: last
1: night. Flyers and Devils surpassed by what these teams have done.
3: Three points. so at this point my blood pressure is somewhere around 250 over 190 i'm approaching i'm approaching roosevelt levels at this point now i'm screaming i'm screaming at the tv that's a goal that's a goal that's got to be a goal (laughs) right well yeah i mean the rangers (laughs) celebrated like it was a goal right they they knew they must have known Look at, look, look at Noah Dobson. He, look at his body language. He seems to know. And they crossed the line, but the... They, I mean, the Islanders look like they know it, right? That was off. And the officials are going to talk about it.
0: Rangers come flying off the bench to celebrate. They think they've won. The play clearly and the call on the ice. The turnover and Trocheck's all by himself.
3: If the integrity of the net... It's not disturbed. By the way, if integrity of the net doesn't make him sound like a complete douchebag, I don't know what does.
0: It will count. It hit so Dobson. Off. It hit Dobson. It hit Sorokin. It's in the net, and it's this is going to be this is a tough one for me, Dave. Jack. Of course, it's a
3: tough one for you. Well, yeah, he played in the Jackson. league for years, and he he's a, he's the analyst, and he doesn't know. He can't tell by looking at this that this should be a good goal. And we that- have to go to the we have to go to the rules analyst. You know, I mean, I think even Joe Micheletti would have knew this was a goal. Yes. Joe's wrong a lot. Jackson, I know you're listening. What do you got
0: for us, Jax? Toronto's overturned. Well, I the goal. think
3: this goal is gonna count, right? That was all I had to hear. And now I'm and now I'm dialing Jen again, screaming my head off.
0: It's because the player was in the act of shooting the puck. The net was knocked off by the defensive team. It doesn't matter if it's intentional or accidental. It was the defensive team who knocked the net off. The player was in the act of shooting. The puck passed between where the goalposts should have been. After review, we have a good goal on the ice.
3: Bedlam, absolute bedlam.
2: Welcome eat to the it, Islanders. Blah, Welcome it.
3: to the Islanders. Look at him. rock.
0: Peter Laviolette's first win outdoors. Three goals in four minutes and 18 seconds. What a comeback!
4: I have to say, I, this is a game people aren't going to forget. Whether you know you know it's a lo- uh, it's an, a taste of what's to come you know as far as the ultimate goal that still remains to be seen it probably isn't going to be but we don't know we don't know but this was a moment and it, it's funny that rock shows up because this game was a lot uh about vinny trocheck uh he's going to be <laughs> he's going to be remembered for this game just because of his all-around play, his feistiness, uh, but to send those islander home, I don't know how they got to the stadium. Maybe in the they pushed their uh their wagons from the stores, uh, from the shopping centers, uh, and I helped each other. I don't know how they got there, but these these Cretans, these islander fans, got sent home completely sad.
3: <laughs> they <laughs> now. Uh, how did you like – we need to backtrack just a little bit. How did you like the Rangers coming in with the with the NYFD hockey jerseys and the NYPD hockey jerseys and coming in with the players or the officers of those respective departments that wore those jerseys? Uh,
4: Costaville says it was pandering. Uh, no, I loved it. Come on. I mean, who's not going like that? That is like – the fire department and the police department have been part of the Ranger culture since day one. Even before Stephen McDonald, they played the fire. I don't know if they still do, but they used to, the firemen used to play the police at Madison Square Garden. This is, this is, I don't know if that's cliche to say this is who we are, but it is. The Rangers and Madison Square Garden are, the cops the fire department. They're putting their lives on the line and they know that hockey is, is a man's sport. Right. You no, know, it's a tough, gritty sport. I mean, they've taken a lot away from it, but basically, this, and that's why a lot of these guys, we got guys in the fire department and police department that play hockey, guys who don't, not. This is the greatest sport ever. It's the last manly sport. Uh, football, yeah, but they, you know, football's tough. It is really tough, and you can get hurt. But this is constant motion. This isn't sitting around with your hands on your hips, for like four. You know, at the you know, it's defense and offense are off the ice. This to me, it's it's a fucking manly sport. Yes, I thought it was a classy move to, to, to make a long story short.
3: And then you got, and then you got the Islanders. Lou, Lou Lamorello. God forbid his team show the slightest bit of personality. They get off when they're all in their suits, and ties. And here come the Rangers, New York, police department. I mean, even the Flyers in the Rocky outfits. and yes. and, and the Devils in the Sopranos tracksuits. I, I mean, those are both great ideas. And then here come the Islanders, like they're going to a goddamn funeral.
4: Yeah, well, they're schleps from Long Island. They should have brought out uh, Wang's corpse. Would have been great. Chairman Wang, uh, you know... <laughs> Something Al Arbor's Corpse, Al Arbor's Corpse, not even that dress up. I don't know what they're at there, Belmont. They're gonna come out with some racehorses or something. I don't know. do something. Right. They look like they, like you said, and they wound up going to their own funeral, right? And they got a point out of it, and they're Stanley they like as such
3: preserved. But what, <clears throat> all yeah, right, you so. got to embrace the moment, right? Absolutely, you gotta have some fun, some personality. Not Lou. You know
4: is? Long Island has no Lose,
3: personality. Unless you go checking the- hair length as they're getting off the bus. I don't know.
4: I, I mean, Long Island has some nice beaches. Uh, what else we have? I don't even know. But uh,
3: <laughs> they could have embraced the fish sticks. They could have. They could have all dressed like the fishermen. Okay. Embrace it. They're a national joke. Embrace it. I like Sean. Sean's got a great
4: idea once again. <laughs> great writer, this man is
3: John. John Spano. Come out in orange jumpsuits, like with, with checks in their hand for fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> All and right. So you wanted to get you wanted to get perspective from someone that was at the game. Yes. So there he is. Matthew Leach. Oh, and his <laughs> father. <laughs> What's up, Matt? How you doing, buddy?
2: Good.
3: I heard. I heard you did us proud on Sunday.
2: Okay.
3: <laughs> uh, were, you, were you taunting Islander fans? Yes. Did you really? Did you really tell an Islander fan goodbye, loser?
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> That's
3: the best. That's
5: fantastic. Parents of the year. <laughs> Right after he, right after he shook his hand, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> nice game, loser.
4: Oh <laughs> my God, I love that. He, not, the guy, never saw it coming. To, the, the,
2: the, it was a fourteen-year-old old
5: kid, <laughs> nonetheless, too, and he was taunting Matthew all game long. When it was four-one, Matthew was about ready to cry, I think. Oh,
2: and, and then the-
5: and, and then when they came back, man, he was he he was living large.
4: Wow, the the fourteen year old cry after he said "bye, loser." <laughs> yes.
5: No, he just turned and walked away.
4: <laughs> I tell so, you, that's the average
5: age
3: of an islander fan, I think, and the average IQ. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I like that. I like that. Matthew's coming. Matthew is the first person to ever come on this show in dinosaur pajamas.
2: What? Next week.
3: <laughs> next week, I'm coming on with dinosaur. Oh, no, Matthew, Matthew, I want to know what kind of what kind of taunts were you saying to the Islander fans besides goodbye, Lou? What, what, what else were you saying? I,
0: the
2: Islanders suck, and, <laughs> and the Islanders are losers themselves.
3: Wow! Get a job, you bum. That's another good one. <laughs> <laughs> Would the you huge. like fries? At- Matthew, stick with us. We'll teach you all the wrong things to say. I'll fans. Okay. <laughs> oh, I see you wearing the
4: So, Ryan, what was your vibe? I see you wearing the jersey there.
5: What were the sight lines? Where were you, and what did you see? So, we were in the 200 section on the end of the um, stadium where the Rangers, um, they were, uh, uh, Igor was on our side twice, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, uh, so the first and third period they were coming my direction and then they were coming my direction during overtime because I think they swapped they swapped during overtime so uh the sight lines were good I mean honestly I could almost see every goal that went in the only one that I I was very like I didn't really know like what happened so much was the overtime one because then I saw the net come off and I but I you couldn't really see the puck that was the only that was the only part of that but I mean the the big thing with that, with that whole deal is um, they have like these actors around the rink because they set up the around the rink like it's a New Jersey park or something like that. Some it's right. So stupid. And they, huh? so they, have ac- they have actors literally walking around this, the rink and like there's people that are hula hooping. There's a guy with an m- old Mark Messier jersey on riding a bicycle around. It's like it's and it's like
4: Circus de Soleil. I mean they what's did like going an entire
3: here? like an entire park setup outside the 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 rink. And they've and, done and that, that for all the outdoor
5: games that the Rangers have been in. Like I remember the Yankee Stadium one. I think they had didn't they have like cabs or something like that? Or they had something going on around the outside. I think it was the yeah. winter classic. They had like cabs and they were actually moving during the game. And I'm like, I'm like, and it looked like there were people that were actually like doing stuff and i'm like i'm like what are these people getting are these people getting paid like is this like a, a an acting audition to how you act at the stadium series
4: so they're outside of the rink
5: they're outside of the rink so like in all those green areas you saw outside of the rink oh, they okay. like set up there was like picnic tables there were park benches um it, it was it, there was like trees it was very it was very odd and like i mean it looked like the devil's flyers game i watched a little bit of that i mean at least that one it looked like they had some fun because like the mascots were going at each other but this one it was like just weird you had people with hula hoops you had like a guy like i said guys with bicycles it was it was very very strange they should uh, have
3: had lou fight they should have had Lou amorello fight dancing larry that would have been entertaining <laughs> or lou versus Sather.
4: <laughs> I, I, I was
5: I was surprised like you didn't see like I, I watched the game back like they didn't show any of those guys around the stadium yeah I didn't see them no um you know of course I I mentioned to the Islander fans around me too I said I said when they brought out the legends between I think the second and third period I said to the Islander fans around me I'm like what are you guys gonna do when all your legends are dead who's right. gonna come out Cast next Ricky Pietro yeah yeah and the, the Ranger fans, the, were, the Ranger fans around me were like were like laughing their asses off at that statement. I'm like, you
3: guys got no legends. Other than Eddie, the did 1980s. You, say, did you say they're gonna bring out their the
5: caskets, yeah. The caskets yeah. <laughs> no, I, we all said they're gonna bring out the hologram, they're gonna make holograms to so bring
4: back Ziggy Palfy. I mean I <laughs> once, once
3: Pierre Turgeon goes, that's it. That's <laughs> it. Wow, I'm but,
2: yes
5: but but, but I, in all all in all it was <laughs> I, i'll say this because i think you guys went to the what dude you, you went to the devil's one the devil's Rangers one the back devils
4: at yankee stadium uh, at yankee Rangers. stadium
5: so i will say i was at that game too and i was at the winter classic and i've been to this one this one was the warmest stadium series game i've seen the the winter classic was colder than the devil's one and i'm sure it was uh, i'm sure it was just as cold for the islanders one back in 14 too but the wind was i know that dancing larry mentioned about the wind the wind was more worse in the parking lot than it was anywhere inside the stadium once you got inside the stadium at least on my end it wasn't bad at all you didn't feel anything now there was no sun in my area so there wasn't anything to keep warm but like i i didn't wear like like a ton of layers and i wasn't like my feet weren't hurting by the end of the game like they were during the winter classic so i mean my feet were so cold at the end of the winter classic that they were hurting me and i was wearing like snow boots with like double you know triple cotton socks and stuff like that just to try to stay warm and they still couldn't stay warm this one wasn't as bad but the stadium there was not probably a bad seat I mean, I saw Brian Atard seats. They look pretty good. Um, I was very concerned about. He's
4: That guy is my friend. All
5: right, yeah. go ahead. I mean, I was very concerned that, like, if you had like field level seats, if you'd be able to see the see the rink really well. But honestly, I think that in being in a football stadium, it's probably a lot better sight lines than the baseball stadium because the two baseball stadium ones I went to, I was at the field level and you couldn't see a thing. It was, it, I feel like I wasted my at money.
4: Yankee Stadium. It was kind of like, it was like when the puck would go in, you wouldn't know until the fans started to get up right. from the front. That's exactly, that's
5: exactly, that's exactly what I felt the first two back. games at Yankee Stadium and City Field. Ah. This one, like I said, I could see the puck go into the net most of the time. And I, I got to give the NHL credit. Like they, they, the sound was a lot better. Um, like you could hear the whistle, you could hear the horns and stuff like that. You couldn't hear them at the previous two that I was at. Um, the, I'll, I'll say this between periods, I, I did mention they Zamboni twice, but they would have like, they would Zamboni the ice and then there'd be obviously the, whatever else is going on, you know, musical performance or whatever's going on. And they would have like five guys on the ice, part of the ice crew, I'm guessing some of them on skates like literally skating around checking the ice for any kind of you know issues there would be guys with like tanks with like dry ice i'm guessing just to try to you know try to get you know fix any maybe divots or stuff like that so i, I gotta give the nhl a little credit i think they probably did keep on the ice much better than they ever have um for any outside games um but i mean it, the intermissions just seem like they took forever sometimes and well it but,
4: was a top-notch talent that i never heard of i mean can we get somebody i mean at this point i'm ready to take bruce horns be in the range or something <laughs> just give me something i know they they bring on these bruce know, horns you... be in the
3: rangers
5: i was surprised you're in new jersey you couldn't get springsteen
3: <laughs> wow well, yeah, come on he's, he's not coming road. out in that cold he's an old yeah. man he's
4: not gonna do one song and leave get
5: it the right night before they had the jonas brothers so i mean that's
4: true and every you know, they're song, young plus every song he does is 12 minutes long anyway so
5: the Take anthem singer the was good the an- the national anthem singer was good but she was no john brancy no john brancy
4: yeah <laughs> i wanna i guess maybe since on this were technically the home team they couldn't get brancy i don't know
5: yeah, that well that's because of that MSG deal where they are not allowed to play any home games outside the of MSG.
4: Purposes
3: or something. CeeLo that's Green okay. I would have liked. We the... What's up, Matthew?
2: What's up?
4: <laughs> Matthew, what was your favorite part of the game?
2: Um when they scored the overtime goal.
4: Yeah. Calling that kid a loser.
5: Yeah. And, and, the, and the best part is, and I, I think Jim, Jim saw it, but like I had a Ranger fan that was sitting right behind us and he, he said, give me your phone. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, uh, first and foremost, I'm like leery about giving anybody my phone because you never know if somebody's going to walk away with it. But he says, no, 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 give me your phone because I'm going to record when they say this is a good goal to get your reaction with your son and you're gonna you know have that oh, memory so awesome. for the rest of your life and so he he took a whole video and I, I put it up on Facebook and it, it, it was really it was really nice so
4: that's great Ranger fans looking out for other Ranger fans I love it the camaraderie uh so that that's a great story man I'm yep. sure you never you guys are never gonna forget this one
5: yeah well well i'll I'll say this my my wife is happy because now she doesn't have to go to any more outdoor games because matthew wants to go to all of them now from here on out (laughs) well that's how
4: it starts yeah there it is Outstanding, and I mean.
5: I'll say it was probably I would say three quarters Ranger fans, a quarter Islander fans, and my area of the of the stadium had to have the most Islander fans, which was probably a little annoying, but oh. you know, but. It, oh. it, it, you couldn't see anything after they score a goal because they're all standing up doing the stupid goal and chant and stuff like that. And oh, oh my God, they were being up I was glad they lost so then they could all go home. Nope, you dry
4: clean. Yeah, you de loused yourself <laughs> after being mingled with those Cretans, those Mongoloids, those <laughs> whatever they are, the disgusting people. <laughs> <laughs>
3: they're, all, they're all backwards. They're all because backwards. The they Islanders were born backwards. Sink. Yeah! Yes, they do. <laughs> all right, guys. Don't you forget it. Thank all you right so Ryan. Sharing thanks for that calling was, in, that buddy. Awesome. We appreciate it. All right. It. Thanks, guys. Are we going to see you I Saturday? I
0: said to the Islanders person that he sucks.
3: There you oh! go. <laughs> Are we going to see you on Saturday? Oh no! I- he froze. Oh, froze. Now he's back. Oh, there you are, Ryan. Are we going to see you on
5: Saturday? Uh, unfortunately, not. Matthew actually has a he has a hockey hockey game in the morning, and then he's actually going to be a, a, a skating out with our local college hockey team as their uh, junior player of the game. So unfortunately, we have to we have oh, to miss him.
3: Yeah. Uh, oh, all right. Well, maybe the next one you bring. Maybe them. next time. Yes, ma- maybe, next, said, maybe time. next time. Your presence is requested. Yeah, all right. right. Thanks for calling in, buddy. We'll talk all to you right. soon. Thanks, Take guys. Care. Take care. Thank you. Good night. You. Bye, Matt. Bye, Matt.
4: Bye. Bye. Whoa! On <laughs> the coaster there at the end. <clears throat> All well, right. there you go. That was that was sweet. <laughs> that, that really was uh, that 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 was really nice to see that video of them two together, man. <laughs> it yeah, gets, that's
3: fantastic.
4: It, it chokes me up a little bit. I think I'm gonna cry. No, I'm not, but it was sweet. I, I really so, do appreciate, appreciate
3: uh, that with us. Eddie mentioned the uh pregame speech that the Rangers had in the locker oh, room. Oh,
4: yeah, this was something.
3: so. I, I don't know if you've seen this yet, if everybody's seen this, but I, everybody needs to see this, yeah. So let's play this. This is a couple of minutes. Then we got some other things to talk about, and before we uh, before we go, so here we go.
4: Just a quick introduction here. I'm Peter Uh, Laviolette, New York Ranger NHL (laughs) legends, couple New York
0: Ranger legends. Last time the New York Rangers won the Cup, captain and coach
4: Mark Messier, Mike Keenan. Morning, guys.
3: Hey, you gotta you gotta be you gotta wonder like, not not just Matt Rempe. Adam Edstrom, I mean you know, they're like 20 years old, they just got here, and here's Mark Messier and Mike Keenan. I mean, well, I, I
4: when I first saw them, I was surprised. Uh, yes, they, they gotta be totally like blown out. Is this real? Yeah, is this real? But the, when I first saw them, I didn't realize Keenan had shaved his head like before yeah, he did that
3: a couple of years ago, I think. Okay.
4: I keep thinking of fucking easy money when the two ball guys what <laughs> yeah, heads together, you look like an
3: ass. You know, know. (laughs) make an answer of yourself. (laughs)
6: Thank you, guys. Good. Well, enjoy the experience. Certainly, you've had a great start to your season. You continue, but the the investment you're going to have to make, you're in good hands with Peter. Peter worked with me in Boston, and uh, you've got great leadership in here to be able to do what you've done to this point but the the best is yet to come. The excitement of being a Ranger to win a cup in New York City, an experience you'd never have in your lifetime, and we carry it for for our lifetimes with our teammates, our coaching staff. But uh, you have to have that emotional investment and the belief, and whatever your role is that the coach is gonna give you, you have to believe that you're one of the most important people on this planet in terms of what your responsibilities are. Everyone is important, the training staff,
4: Jim Ramsey is it? The
6: players, the coaches, <laughs> you have to all come together and be one. Back here, the staff, the other coaches back here, you're all one. That's the way you can get it done and believe in what your objectives are going to be and prepare for the pushback from any opponent in the spring. Just, to, just to add on to Mike, I just want
0: to wish everybody great uh, good luck. Obviously, you're on the quest to win a Stanley Cup and be an experience you'll never forget. Um, I think for me personally, uh, coming to New York and having that opportunity was an amazing experience in my life. Um, never forget it. With Coach Mike, here we are at how many years later? 30, Almost 30, 30 years later. 30. Still having a great time. But I'm really uh, proud of you guys. Fucking 30 years already. I know. Uh, for the choice that you want. What is game?
4: Patrick is not in this.
0: FDNY NY?
3: That's <laughs> <laughs> Mike Gardner.
0: Got, yeah. got rid of him. Amazing did Mike Gardner play with you guys? Making all this uh, New Yorkers proud. And of course, uh, one of the guys that would be really proud of today would be Stephen McDonald. And you guys know about the Stephen McDonald Award. It's so given out to the uh, Ranger that uh, goes above and beyond the Call of Duty. And uh, nobody did that more so than uh, Stephen McDonald. And here to announce you guys' lineup is his wife,
3: Patty Ann, and his son, Connor McDonald. I still cannot get over the fact that we have literally watched Connor McDonald grow up. Yeah, right before our eyes, this kid has gone. I mean, we have watched this guy grow up to. I what is he? I, I think he's a lieutenant in the NYPD. I, I don't know. I don't remember his rank, but I mean, it's just it's amazing to think of. I'm a little distracted. Here.
4: Is that Branty back there?
3: And the right? I'm not sure. All right. I'm sorry. You no, know, he's usually in a scarf and a. Uh, okay. Suit. What's
7: up, guys? I just want to say thank you all very much for having us. Um, I grew up an, a Ranger fan uh, since the, at the time I time was a little kid. I was at the Zamboni area with Mess, Graves, Leach, and then Crides, Mika, Hank. Um, watching all you guys now, it's, it's phenomenal. And uh, there's no better place to win than New York. Um, as Mark talked about my dad, he was shot in 1986, he was ambushed, shot three times, He uh, was in a respirator for 30 and a half years, um, stuck to a wheelchair, but there's not a day that went by that if he had to go anywhere, I'd be at the garden watching you guys. He loved you guys. And his very last breath in January 2017, he was thinking about my family, our friends, and he was also thinking about you guys. He loved you guys so much, and I know he's somewhere looking down, he's so proud of what you guys have accomplished so far, But as you know, there's more to it. So uh, just keep kicking ass, keep taking names, and know that we have you back forever and always. Thank you. This is my first time doing this. It's not a roll call. So uh, give me a second. Don't, uh, I know you guys do your thing. So uh, bear with me. At center, Mika. At right wing, Jimmy Vesey. Yeah, At left wing, Crides. Our right D troops, our left D King, and our goalie, Chesty.
2: Chesty Lamar. Thank you for
6: coming. Thank you. you. Thanks, coach. Thank you so
0: much. Thank
4: you.
3: God bless you, too. Thank you. That was wonderful. Good Good luck, everybody. Good luck, guys. Thank you. Okay, so you watch this video. Yeah, I'm. You watch this video. You probably saw. Yes, it I've seen it. Yes, you saw it Sunday. What's your first? Your the very first thing you think after you watch that video. What's the first thing you the
4: think? The first thing I was like, I don't know who set this up, but it had to be the coach. And to me, I love that they have a coach like this. I mean. You could see Keenan even backed up, Laviolette. You're under a good coach. Like he's saying, I coached with him in Boston. Know your role. I thought it was fantastic. I don't know. I don't think Chris Drury came up with this idea. I feel like this was more closer closer to the coaching staff or whatever than, uh, that. Well, yeah. I can
3: tell you it was Truba's idea that they come in in the police and fire jerseys. I do know that. Okay. Okay. So that was the first thing you thought of was about the coach. That was, that was not the first thing I thought, but it was one of the things I, that came to mind. The first thing I thought was, how do you sit there and you see Mike Keenan come in and he talks to you and he doesn't, you know, he doesn't, he's not iron Mike. He's just a guy that he's done it. He comes in, he talks to you. He tells you to appreciate the moment. To work hard he tells you about you know have faith in your coaches do what they tell you then you listen to mark messier talk then you listen to conor mcdonald do the do the lineups and then you go out you fall behind four to one how did they not come out of the locker room yeah, and go because, up the nine nothing in the first period
4: because all that inspirational shit goes down the fucking tubes <laughs> you, you know nerves and the way the play develops
3: I
2: mean, you could have
4: that every game. They're still going to lose. I mean, uh, you know, but you sit there and you
2: listen to that
3: stuff, and you want to run through a wall, right?
4: Right. To (laughs) us, it's so emotional,
3: right? And
4: and it's like we should beat this team nine nothing. We had two of the greatest ranger, we had a ranger player and the best ranger coach ever. I mean, there is some Emil Francis, but he got us to the promised land. I actually witnessed it. Most of us here witnessed it. So. But I like that Keenan wasn't just talking about the game. He was talking about the Stanley Cup. Right. Know your roles. Right. Appreciate everybody in here <clears throat> and win a Stanley Cup. Everybody here is important. Right. And when he said that.
3: Except you, James Patrick. Yeah. And except you, Mike Cartner. Mike
4: Gardner, Tony Amante, uh, right. Tony Granado, and oh, everybody. And yeah, I would have traded
3: Leach for Chelios.
4: Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then uh, the McDonald's stuff is great too. Cause again, like you said, time, so much time has gone by and we used to see Stephen McDonald and his family when that got, that kid was like knee high to a grasshopper as they say. Right. right. And they would give the award. And again, you're right. You would think they'd come out like gangbusters, but there's always another team. There's, you know, it's going to have something to say about your oppositions. Right. Uh, they might, They, you know, awfully. You're right. There are maybe who don't know who uh, Mark and Mike are. Mark Messi, I think you know who he is. Mike Keenan, because you you see him on the broadcast. And I mean, he's the he's the most clutch player of all time, as far as I'm concerned probably one of the greatest captains ever. I mean, I'm sure somebody could battle with me on, a, you know, uh, some, uh, you know, Canadian uh, guy who won like nine Stanley Cups or something. But to me, there is no doubt that that guy is probably the one of the greatest leaders in sports, not just hockey. Uh, you know, he's not wearing game seven on the back of his jacket for no reason.
3: By accident. Right?
4: Yeah, by accident. The guy is, you know. Whether you like him, and then there's some ranger fans who begrudge him uh, some of the decisions he made. But you know, I was waiting for Messi to hawk his new helmet. By the way, <laughs> the helmet is available. <laughs> yeah, at you know, my my default position on everything is to make everything a joke, especially when he gets emotional. But that got yeah, like see, Nick DeCristo was right with me. He- Bang Madonna, like I'm thinking of that. Like, if Madonna comes in, you know, like I I go through all (laughs) these crazy cartoonish scenarios, but I'm watching it and I'm absorbing it. And it was a great, great moment. And the the post game was great too. I mean, I I know you don't have the video for that, but the post game was great with him uh, just like effing, yeah, like he says that, Laviolette. That's what I want. I want somebody I want the team the coach I have said this a billion times I just want to be proud of my team and to see those guys invested emotionally as much as I am and I think that video showed it and Laviolette has shown it to me too now they go out in the first round that may be singing a different tune but uh, right now
3: I feel like I feel like uh, I feel like Laviolette gets it
4: Yeah, I think I'm surprised he's moved. He's been fired so many times because he would endear me. Everything he's done here has endeared me, but I guess bottom line is how you do in the playoffs. If you don't succeed, you're gone.
3: Right. And yes, uh, Matt Rempe getting the hat after the game that was fantastic. We got Uh, to
4: slow our roll with Matt. I know you love him, but Rangers fans are going a little too crazy
3: oh come on it's a, no i'm it's a, not saying
4: that i'm just saying for future progression I'm, like I'm not you expecting, know, he's not i mean i'm not expecting 20 goals all, I all right want to, to i, know, I Edgstrom, know that but I, I see
3: things on the internet that disturb me oh don't go out there it's dangerous
4: okay i'll take your advice i but just i
3: just want to i just want to see him and goodrow and, and edstrom play well together and a formidable. And be a fourth line to be reckoned with, and like they were on, you know, a little bit last night. I mean, they're getting limited ice time because of because of penalty killing, and he's not going to put those kids out there. You know, these have been one goal or 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 they've been down by a couple of goals, so they're not going to see a lot of ice time in these scenarios. But you know, it's
2: okay. No, no, look. I'm not, I'm not. Bring I'm, along I'm Not dismissing
4: his performance so oh, far, dismissed. but I think uh, people got to.
3: I don't know. I don't know what, especially with. You're running out of people to fight with. You're playing. You're playing the role of Bill Parcells. Let's not anoint the guy just yet. I, you know, but I like the idea, and I think you guys
4: are pretty much on board with those people at home. And Jim, what have the Rangers brought up like 13 people this year? I mean, they have brought up a lot of minor leaguers. We have not seen it. How many years did we say? Don't they have somebody in the minors?
3: Right. Well, yeah, maybe they can bring up. We right.
4: We got to look. Almost every guy we met, Jim, when we
3: went to Hartford,
4: has gotten a call
3: up. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah. Well, yeah, Matt Robertson's gotten a call up. He hasn't played. Uh, Socora got called up. Louis Domingue. Socorro. Edstrom, Rempe. Uh, Belzeal. Belzeal? He was on the ice. He was on the ice. Othman, he's gotten a call.
4: Yeah. So it's good to see the Rangers doing this. And I think it sends a message to when you've got guys like Rempe and Edstrom, just that they're out there, the Rangers aren't pushovers. Right. Because that's been a mark against them for like you know, since Domi left. <laughs> well, maybe maybe not, not maybe not that long. But when you know, when we had the Carcillos and, and the Jody Shelley's. Uh, those guys uh it jody shell yeah we had jody shell and um Sheldon. and the uh the the the, the brandon Prosts. we had we, we had you know, they had some guys where you, you couldn't push us around right and in the last couple years even though they went out and got ryan reeves oh the deterrent the deterrent uh johnny hockey is also Johnny Broadway Brzezinski is also called. Got signed. Also got two a two-year years year
3: contract extension
4: for eight dollars per year. <laughs> two more years in Hartford. oh Derek Bugar wasn't so good, but uh, but now the Rangers with those <laughs> two wingers <clears throat> and with Rempe with the, as as Bill Chabot would say, the reputation. It 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 causes yep. teams to be back on their heel. Right. And so kudos to Chuck Knobloch and now kudos to Steve Smith for keeping these guys uh, competitive and, uh, you know, everybody that hasn't looked like a liability that they've brought up. Right. So I like Edstrom because I think he's got some skill there. I agree. He just need, he needs, experience he's that's all he needs and i think rempy's gonna be he should be a thumper just like will cooley should is and but a guy who drops the gloves and when you got will cooley edstrom and rempy in the same lineup and you got truba out there like a guided missile teams got to watch out right and and if they this fourth line stays together Every year going into playoffs, they they say the Rangers don't have the playoff makeup. Well, they certainly
3: have the playoff makeup. They need to add a couple pieces as we all know, but right. All right. So and I think they will. I think they still want an upgrade at third line third line center. I I, I think they're I think they're pretty happy with Kako and and Cooley on that line. But I think they want. I think they want an upgrade from Johnny Brzinski, and I think that's what you know. I think that's one of the things they're going to look for, be it Adam Henrique or whoever. Um, so okay, so the game was the game is over on Sunday, and I'm jubilant, and I can't help. <laughs> we all I, are, and I can't help. Right, like like we all are, and I can't help myself. So I take to Twitter, and I find Ray Ferraro's. <laughs> I find Ray Ferraro's Twitter, and I tweeted him. Sorry, your team lost. And I said, are the Islanders still standing up along the bench? Because he made a big deal out of it. Yes, they stand and the Rangers were sitting. Right. And he said, I don't know if it means anything, but he's got to point it out. So he's bringing it to your attention. You know what I mean? Like he's very passive aggressively saying, you know, the Islanders, you know, this is a big deal. Right. So, so I said that to him and then he comes back with my team laughable as always couldn't couldn't care less if i tried sorry you don't listen jim i pointed out that the islanders were standing and said i'd be sitting okay so first of all this is minutes after the game is over and he couldn't care less but he's responding to my tweet of course the first thing this man does after working all day is go check twitter to see if anybody's tweeting at him laughable as always so, obviously, I'm not the first person to tell him this, and he's obviously got a very thin skin about it. Of course. So, he says, I pointed out that the Islanders were standing and said I'd be sitting. So, my response to him was, I don't know what the Rangers did to you, but it must have been horrid. I said, believe me, I listened to every word. It's hard not to. You never stop talking. Wow. <laughs> and that was a, that, the, those, wow. those were pretty well-received <laughs> tweets. You
4: were firing scuds immediately. Yes. Well, anybody who tells you I who types I couldn't care less really cares.
3: Right. Right.
4: Yeah. I mean, come
3: on. I'm glad, see, I'm glad I, you troll them. I posted the uh I posted the Laviolette video and I, or Keenan and what and I said this would have been cool on the pregame. Instead, we got PK and a fur.
4: I didn't even see that. I'm sure that was total buffoonery.
3: That's why I, I mute the uh I mute the the pregame. I I, I have no interest in anything PK Subban has to say.
2: Uh, Thank you,
3: awfully. It is appreciated. Eddie, we are four three days away from the from the viewing party. Saturday, Saturday, and we are rolling. I am praying that Saturday could be the New York Rangers' tenth win in a row. It's only happened a couple of times in franchise history. I hope they take care of business tomorrow night in Newark and then go rolling into Philly. Viewing party Saturday afternoon, ABC game. We will get to hear Ray Ferraro once again tell us how great the Flyers are and how the Rangers won't beat the Hurricanes in Game 7 and that the Islanders are are going to make a run at the cup. I could care less. I could, I couldn't care less. I couldn't care less. And then we're gonna right. give away, we're giving away one of those pretty stadium series jerseys. You've been, yeah, seeing you well, better come out weeks. for that. We got an Adam Fox to give away. Some lucky raffle winner. Uh, Mikael's is telling me that they are going to have some uh, Yangling swag for us to give away.
7: Doctor like
3: B is gonna be there. He's on the plane right now. Twenty-seven hours. The man is flying to get to the viewing party. All right, he's having surgery too, but the viewing party's first on the docket for him. Yes, he, oh, yeah. he scheduled his surgery after the viewing party so that he could make the viewing party. Can't wait to see him. We have some other gifts we're going to give away. There's going to be drink specials. There's going to be food specials. It's a great atmosphere. Uh, please try and make it. Bring ten of your closest friends. We you know we love a big turnout. We want to. We want McHale's to always want us back. It's going to be a great time. Coast is going to be there. Uh, My son might be coming up. He was. He was rumors. Lots of people are coming. Some people coming for their first time. The Johnerts are coming. Mrs. J. Mama Johnerts coming. It's her first viewing party. I'm bringing four or five new people. (coughs)
4: Some friends of mine. It's going to be friends. Fantastic day. Chris Gervais
3: is going to be there. Matt Brown is going to be there. At Brown, his first viewing party, I believe. Oh, I can't wait to meet him. Nick DeCristo will be there. Yes. He's, he's a lot of fun at these viewing parties.
4: Oh, he's always yeah. a lot of fun. We
3: will miss you, Joe Garcia.
4: Yes, Joe, we'll miss will be there. Matt Morello will be there.
3: Matt Morello, Matt Zenobia, Danielle Stewart. Uh, uh, her friend Emily is going to... Emily, I can't think of... Emily Travis. I couldn't think of her last name there for a minute. Emily Lauren said uh, is confirmed going in the facebook page we haven't, I haven't seen, seen her, her in
4: a long time a of hope years. She brings
3: her parents
4: hope yes they're, hope they're still so,
3: alive so we'll see if we we'll oh, see wow. if she's there uh, so we hope you guys will turn out it's go, it's going to be a it's going to be a great time we're really looking forward to it you know this is more than likely our last one of the season so you don't want to spend the next 9 months re- in regret
4: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Doug's going to be there, wearing a Predator jersey, trying to woo <laughs> any stray Predator fans that're coming. Uh, yeah, that's that a good point there uh, by Margaret. And uh, now, what do we have? Uh, you want to break down the Dallas game quickly? We, we, we so much stuff. I mean, we're almost uh, yeah two hours in.
3: Yeah, we, we we you know there was going to be a lot of reveling in the in the stadium series game. We, that's the you know the yeah, big story I, of the week. And I,
4: and I think you know, listen, I was, you know, the power the special teams woke up in that game. The power play clicked again in the Dallas game. So I'm, uh, you know, and listen, I, the Rangers are on a bit of a roll here, and. uh a bit of a role they could win nine in a row i mean that's a that's a pretty good role
2: uh, Definitely. i
4: i still think there's room for improvement i don't know why i just didn't like all the shots they gave up a lot of shots in the last two games right at least i i don't remember the shots.
3: yeah before. but that's you know dallas is a team that takes a lot of shots so you know, I, I just and they they outshot the Rangers like seventeen to six, I think, in the third period. They're the highest scoring team in the league to hold them to one goal, and uh, you know forty two shots on goal. Uh, yes, yeah, seventeen to six in the third period. They outshot the Rangers in every third in every period. They they take a lot of shots, but you know Igor was was up to the task. It was one of his best games of the season, if not his best. And I mean, he made a few uh, you know, a few uh head shakers for sure. So
4: you're like, whoa, he like robbed Jamie Ben on one play. Right. Uh just uh just a lot of really, you know, you know, ten bellers is what they used to call him. I think that's what he's called. Uh
3: by, by the way, uh, in case you were wondering, the Rangers eight game win streak is the fourth longest in franchise history. Uh, tied with the 2014-15 team, the 1974-75 team, and the 73-74 team all won eight games in a row. The 2015-16 team under AV won nine in a row. The 1939-40 team won 10 in a row. And the 1972-73 team won 10 in a row. Ah. Oh. Kitchener.
4: Kitchen. Kitch- he's from Kitchener, Ontario, and he works at uh, works at the tire place up there, Canadian yes. Tire. You go visit him,
3: Chris. I'm not gonna. I know who you are. I'm not gonna turn you down. I, I, those questions are there because that group exists for the show. It's not a Ranger group per se. So we try. That's why there's show specific questions. We don't. Wow. We, it's not just another Ranger group because there's a million places to go complain about the Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> you know our, our group exists for our show, so that's why we have those questions. But uh, you know, if I see you pop up, I know you. I know who you are. So,
4: all right. Now, Ron Kaminsky is so, bringing up a, a controversy in the Dallas game that they said Crida scored with zero point two seconds left, but they didn't count it.
3: Yeah, I well, that last shot that he took, I thought it went in, but I, I guess I, I don't know if any nobody nobody really bothered. At that point, I mean, it was, you know, 3 1 or 4 1. I mean, I don't gamble, so it didn't really matter to me. But, uh, you know, there were, I saw a couple of people say that they thought the puck went in before the buzzer, and I thought it did too. But I get, you know what? I didn't really care. I was just so excited that they won again over a a really good team. Now, what happened to Noah Dobson's Instagram? All I know is all I read today was that he deleted it because he was getting a lot of rough comments and maybe some threats. And the fans no, I, were all were know. all over him after the game on Sunday.
4: Were well, the Ranger fans or both? Uh,
3: Islander, no Islander fans.
4: See? Again. Classy bunch. I have to say, the despicable people. There's only like <laughs> three Islander fans on this, the entire Long Island that are acceptable. Um yeah, so well hopefully let's beat the Devil Dogs tomorrow. And uh, you know, I will not be watching that game. I will be at Madison Square Garden. I am going to see Pantera. Oh, Pantera you're going to that show and Lamb of God. So I will be in MSG, but for non hockey activities. But then I return Saturday.
3: The Eddie Geike doubleheader on Saturday. Yo, boy. How, how are you? I, I got to know before we before we say, good night, how are you doing this on Saturday? I mean, this is a long day. And the viewing party is is they are taxing. I mean, it's a lot of it's a it's a work day. It's a long day. I, I'm really worried about my voice because
4: but I got to go all out for <coughs> a viewing party regardless. So I'm going to go all out. We don't go on to 11 o'clock. So maybe I can get a couple hours in between where I could I could sleep on the way home. Right, and then I can take like a little nap at home, and then I'll be revitalized.
3: Get a couple of throat drops, a couple of Ricolas.
4: Yeah, Ricolas. So I'll be able to do it. I'll be able yeah, to. Yeah,
3: see, act. I mean, you know, you've set the bar pretty high. I'm, I'm sure, you know, at the viewing party, everybody expects a certain Eddie. Yeah, you're going to get it. You're going to get and it. It's, <laughs> and it's just, I, I'm sure it's the same thing at your shows. I, I know you guys have a a devoted fan base that expects to come out and be entertained. They want the full Eddie Geike effect.
4: Yeah, they'll get it. They'll get all it. Right. You know, I mean, uh, um, Costa mentioned that Slayer is re- reuniting, but only f- they're making two festival appearances. Uh, as far as uh, the viewing party, you're going to get the full experience. I got people coming who've never been there before, so I have to be, I got to show them what it's all about. Right. You guys will show them what's all about
3: too. Are you bringing the shotsky?
4: Yes, I'll bring the shotsky. Yes. All right. Um, I had something else to say. I forgot what it
3: was. Uh, But
4: uh, so I guess weather's supposed to
3: be good on Saturday too. A little cold, but not raining or snowing or anything like that. So that's good. I as long as I I got some honey jack in the shotsky this weekend. Oh, that would be good. That would work for my 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 trope. There you go. See, I think last time was Jameson. Bring the it? swami hat.
4: I got to bring what, my fucking carrot top. I got to bring all my props. Well, Matt Sonomi has got to do it. Oh, yeah, he's got to do that. Oh, with, the,
3: God. with the tickets and everything. That was fantastic.
4: Yeah, that was good. <laughs> all right, I remember all that stuff.
3: <laughs> with my carrot top, I got to bring my props.
4: All right. <laughs> I guess, you know, when you people are... Yes, I will Patty Duke. I'll make sure. You will, Patty. Sorry maybe you're I'll... not
3: gonna make it. And I hope you're feeling better.
4: Yes. I hope you're
3: feeling better. And I will
4: uh you know, maybe we'll interview Dr. B. Uh we well, never really have time to do anything because there's
3: raffles and it's hard. Once once things get going, it everything's a blur. But yeah, we'll we'll see if we can get Dr. B on camera for a couple minutes. Live stream is scheduled to start at two forty five. It's gonna be on it'll be on youtube it'll be on facebook it'll be on twitter on twitch i'm bringing my i'm bringing my webcam laptop just like i did last time the microphone it'll all be there so you will be able to hear everything and uh it it'll, it'll be a lot of fun the last the 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 view the live stream from the last viewing party was really good i went back and watched the whole thing oh okay once or twice actually it was really really good you could hear a lot of things and you know you got you got a good feel for what was going on it's fun Patty Duke should bring a watermelon and a mallet.
4: (laughs) You guys can bring uh, whatever that covering to the uh, sledgematic, (laughs) sledgematic. And close to you, bringing that rally monkey of yours. All right, all right, boys and girls. I am completely and utterly spent, Uh, and I'll be at Madison Square Garden tomorrow. Yelling, my voice is gonna—it's gonna be brutal. I—I don't know. I may have to just be like a,
3: a mute <laughs> tomorrow night. By the way, the uh, the Harlem Globetrotters were at the Garden on Saturday. Oh, And wow. then the Knicks are playing Saturday night at 8.30. Oh, wow. It's still too loud. Hold on. That's all right.
4: That's too yeah. loud.
3: I just got to fudge with the levels with this thing here.
4: Fudge with the
3: levels. All right, everybody. Let's keep it going. beat those devils tomorrow night. We want 10 on Saturday. Yes. Thank you all for being here. We had a great, great a huge crowd tonight, so we appreciate it. We love you guys. If you want to sponsor the show, the info's at the bottom there, Patreon. And, uh, you know, you can donate to the show once a month. We put you in our special Facebook group. We do recaps. We do special shows in there. All right. Eddie, I will see you Saturday. I'm looking forward to it. Yes. Patreon, I'll see you tomorrow night after the game for the recap. Let's go, Rangers. We'll see you soon. Good night, everybody. Good
2: night.